Hi, family and friends. We are back with another episode of Wellness Wednesday Inspiration. My name is Fernando Torres, and I'm here with Dr. Linda Marquez for another great episode. And today it's going to be pretty important because it really it's a topic that whether we want it to affect us or not, or we want to be involved in it or not, it's pretty much all around us uh, in our lives, whether we, again, whether we agree or not agree, or we like it or not like it, we, everybody has experienced some sort of changes in our lives because of COVID. And uh, the topic today is basically COVID-19, and we want to give you guys an update and strategies for how we can basically strategies for our health and our well-being. So what are those things that we can do that we can focus on to help us to kind of manage and navigate this COVID situation that we're all living in on a global level? And Dr. Linda, I'm so excited to be here and be sharing this information with you today. How are you? Great. Me too. <laughs> it's been a while since we've kind of chatted about this, but I'm, I think it's just very relevant and you're right. It's like having the pink elephant in the room. Nobody wants to talk about the pink elephant and we need to talk about the pink elephant and it's okay if we disagree. And, you know, for me, it's always been about, and I think our strategies are in our mindset, the way we think is like, hey, let's focus on what we can change, not what has happened in the past and keep telling the stories of the past. It's more of, Let's focus on what can we change and the stories of where do we want to be? Mm -hmm. So I okay. think that's what, you know, today should really be all about. I, I listened to so many different podcasts. I was uh, listening to Dr. I want to say Zach Bush, and he talks a lot about let's focus on what can we do from here here and, and then to the next few steps. Same thing. There's another uh, doctor I was listening to. And I mean, he's been he's been censored a lot. Um, Dr. Rashad um, Buttar. So y'all can go check out some of his links, but there's a lot of his information that's been pulled out as well. So you kind of just have to ask yourself, why is some of this information being removed? And that's a decision that each individual has to make because even in, with my own family members, um, we may disagree on certain things, but one thing we agree on is like, you know, it's your body, you honor it the way you want to honor it. And this is my body and I'm going to honor it the way I'm going to honor it. And that's pretty much, you know, how we've been handling things here. How about your side in the family? So what we do, and this is something very important that I keep always like pretty fresh with my family and friends and close relatives is always focusing on prevention. I always say that prevention is way more important than focusing on the cure of a problem, right? If we are doing the things that we need to do to prevent the issue from developing, then of course the maybe the, the concern or the issue or the, the situation is not going to be as significant, even if it does happen, mm -hmm. right? So we really focus on staying healthy and doing all of these different things that we're going to be talking about today uh, in the episode to basically make sure that we are in optimal health, that our immune system is strong, that we remain happy, and that our mindset is where it needs to be so we can actually, you know, basically live a life or a healthy life, even during times of pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because right now I think 
you know, I even, I see this a lot where if you wear a mask, a person will say, well, you're, you're in, you know, you're being fearful. And if you don't wear one, it's like, you're being disrespectful. You're not caring about other people. I'm like, so over all that. I said, everyone's entitled to do what they want to do and honor their body the way they want to honor their body. As I mentioned, you know, some of the things that that has been very pivotal for me and even when I talk to patients because I'm still seeing patients in person is the number one thing and I think you're going to agree with this too is you know what are you feeding in here because whatever you speak about most is what you're going to manifest in your life if you're speaking of so many things that are fearful 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 more fearful situations are going to be coming in your life and if you focus on, I focus on health, even sometimes when patients would come in, I don't even sometimes want to hear the word pain. I said, how is your discomfort? You know, what, what are you kind of not able to do today or what has improved today? Instead of really focusing on pain has such a negative connotation and you know, health is such, it's the opposite, you know, and as you mentioned earlier, prevention is the cure to all disease. So yes, yes, definitely, it definitely is. So I, I do want to um, get your opinion, because it is a, I think it's very controversial, a very controversial, controversial topic. Mm -hmm. However, I know that a lot of vaccine trials are starting and there is a lot of conversation about vaccines, vaccinations. Mm -hmm. I want to say that yesterday, I want to say yesterday or Monday, the trial started in, um, in London, in UK. And I was talking to my dad last week. He lives in Colombia and he was also telling me that there was going to be the trial of the vaccines that it's going to be starting where he lives pretty soon. And of course, the vaccines, at least in Colombia, but I think it, it applies for worldwide, they're targeting the the minorities or the not the minorities, but the people that are supposedly more at, at a high risk, right? Chronic mm -hmm. people with chronic medical conditions, elderly children, and of course, people that are in the healthcare field because they are exposed to a lot of um, a lot of diseases, basically. Mm -hmm. What is your take? I, I'm curious. What is your take on vaccines, on the on the COVID vaccine? Well, personally, I have not had one in I don't know how many years. I think since I was young. That's just my I. I've just been taught the model of I trust in I trust my body more than I trust anything outside of the body. It's kind of like our thoughts. You know, I want to make sure that my thoughts are dialed in with what's real and positive in my life instead of what everyone else is thinking. I've always been taught that, you know, gr growing up in a household where food was our medicine, our medicine cabinet was our backyard with working, you know, with herbs and so forth. Um, I just, I trust that. I don't know if I've ever shared the story when I was younger that um, I had burned my face. I don't know if I shared that with you. Oh, no, I've I never shared it here. So, um, it happened when I was in, in high school, I was working at a little restaurant and this big pot of, or I don't even know how, well, how much was in there, but it was hot oil that fell on the grill and then it just splattered on my face. 
And it freaked me out so much. I started running to the bathroom because I wanted to see, oh my gosh, what, what happened here? And all I could see is my a coworker, her face was just, she looked like she was like, oh my gosh. And I'm thinking like, what, what, what? And as I held my, I got my face because it was burning. Um, all I saw was skin on my hands. That's all I saw. And so, um, you know, I never got to see what I looked like. I just remember it was on a big boxy night. I think Muhammad Ali was fighting or Joe Fraser. I don't know, because we come from a family that, um, you know, they're boxers. And so all I remember was going to in Southern California, they had sent me to, um, I went to UCI, which was one of the best burn centers in the country at that time. And um, basically they bandaged me. They said, you know, she's going to have to go home. I think that I was there for a few hours or like, there's nothing we can do for her until she heals. So my mom's job was to just put, to remove the bandages every day from my face, not, not, and I couldn't look in the mirror. I couldn't do that. And so all my mom did is she used um, some plant-based remedies that she would put on my face every single day. She'd take my bandages off and it had rose and other, other stuff in there, other herbs. Um, anyways, forward, four weeks later, I go back to the doctor. I was supposed to see the plastic surgeon and they just couldn't believe like this is impossible this is a girl that had first second and third degree burns in her face and if you've seen burn victims you know what that looks like so that was kind of a lesson that really taught me too that one my mom her prayers and the words she kept affirming don't worry your face is going to look beautiful you're you know just speaking good things over me just every single day every single day and that has kind of been like a pivotal point for me that just has been in my mind. So I believe in the human body. I believe that it has an intelligence. And if as long as you're not interfering with it, with crap food, and thoughts, um, you get in the proper sleep and so much more that we can chat about. I trust that more than I do any vaccine. That's just my personal take. And that's how I've raised and I've taught my children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is so important. And this is actually an example that I use in a lot of my talks as well. We trust our the healing processes of our uh, of our bodies when we are actually able to see them. Right. For example, mm -hmm. if you cut a finger, you know that it's going to heal mm -hmm. and you know that for a fact because you've seen it. But then if something is wrong with you internally, let's say you have diverticulitis or if you have something that you can't really see outside, you don't trust in your healing, the healing process, the healing powers of your body because you can't see it happen. So what you do, you go and run to get some sort of solution outside of your body. But if we are able to tune in and tap in into that, that powerful, powerful inner healing power that we all have, mm -hmm. we could basically, and I, and I trust this 100%, we could heal almost everything. And I follow a lot a, um, a doctor, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. We brought him up, or we've talked about him about, about him during the show in different occasions. And I recently read his book, Becoming Supernatural. And he does these seminars, like four, five, six day seminars. And I recently, uh, or, you know, Mark Weiland, I re registered for Mark Weiland and whatnot. But 
bottom line, the transformation of people that have had, um, you know, multiple sclerosis and they've had tumors and they've had uh, cancers and all of these conditions, and they're able to get into a very deep state of meditation and mm -hmm. tap into that inner source and they walk out with completely healed, basically, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if you're looking from an outside perspective, you say, well, that was a miracle. You know, and miracles, in my opinion, are things that really sh are not really likely to happen. But the, the, the thing here to understand is that we all have that capability. The thing is that we don't believe it. We don't mm -hmm. believe it to be true for us. We say, well, somebody else healed themselves because of some magic, you know, whatever. But how can I do that? Mm -hmm. And we don't have that in us. So it's pretty amazing, right, that we are looking within for the solutions that we already come equipped with, with yeah. instead of without. Yeah, it's the the power within us. And one thing that he really, he emphasizes a lot is it's when you cross that river of change. It's like you're leaving, you're believing us, you're leaving a set of belief systems when you cross over to the other side. There's a tendency that you want to go back to what's comfortable, but when you go and you cross over to the other side, it's just, whoa, this is different. Um, it's unfamiliar and it can be uncomfortable, but it also can be exciting. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck when it comes to health and even with, you know, the body will do whatever the mind tells it. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy. I mean, I've seen that so many times with with patients in the office, you know, asking them to do something. And I'm like, okay, just go a little bit further. Just go, you know, just checking a range of motion. And they tell me I can't move. I can't turn my head a little more. And I'm like, yeah, just try a little bit more. And then they try and they move more. And I'm like, yeah, you, I think you can move a little bit more. And they keep doing it. And then they have like 15 degrees of more, of more range of motion than they thought they really had. Mm -hmm. Well, that's powerful. I mean, that's just a simple, you know, analogy that that I that I um, you know, that I get to see on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And something that has been coming back to me with my patients and these, I'm generalizing. Of course, I cannot use specific examples. But I have had a lot of patients come to me and say, you know, I'm concerned. That's the word, right? I'm fearful, I'm concerned, I'm in fear that I am going to develop COVID or I am, if I develop COVID, that I it's going to become complicated because of my history, right? Mm -hmm. What's the history? Whether the patient has diabetes or whether he's got, you know, some um, taking some Im immunosuppressant drugs for a transplant or whether the patient is overweight or obese or whether they have an underlying pulmonary condition like asthma or something like that. So they're concerned, right? Mm -hmm. and what, what I always say, and the first thing that comes to my mind is you are already putting that out there, right? So mm -hmm. you're already saying, well, if I get COVID, I'm going to just get all sorts of complications because of my history. So by mm -hmm. believing something like that, you are already making it bad for you. By believing that you're going to have COVID, you are already decreasing the ability for your immune system to keep COVID away from you. So yeah. just not entertaining the thought at all. Yeah. 
And of course, I always tell the patients, right? If your concern is that because you're overweight or you are obese, that that's going to increase the complications, then let's work on the weight. But don't focus on the fact that you're overweight. Focus on the goal where you want to be. Focus on releasing the pounds, but focus on the goal. I want to be X amount of pounds by, you know, in three months and put a goal date. Yeah for that and start working every single day towards it. But saying I'm concerned because I'm overweight or I'm concerned because I'm a diabetic, but not doing anything about it. it it's kind of like, what are we doing? Right? Amen. We yes. Amen. 100% totally agree with you. Instead of the what ifs of this, it's like we can switch that to the what ifs of the positive. Like you said, well, what can you do about it at this moment? Because that's all we have is that opportunity in front of us at this time. What can you do? What can you change about it? You know, what are you eating? How are you thinking? Turn off the damn news. <laughs> you know, watch a funny movie. You know, it's just like think on everything that's happening that's amazing, that's good, that's loving in your life. When we focus on that, yes, our immune system does change. And when we are in fear, um, I was I'm in the process of finishing a, a final for one of my credentials and I was just reviewing some some information and it's like, wow, that's amazing. And I just didn't realize that the time length, but, you know, what fear does and, and this is what the, a lot of the media is, is, is pumping fear out. Um, it does suppress your immune system mm -hmm. and um, the T helper cells that are supposed to be there to help you when you continue to think about this in a matter of like six minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's just like everything starts getting down regulated. And so that's why it's like, what do you want to focus on? I always go back to our in into our little um, vibrational energy chart of if I'm down in fear, my 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 body's whole energy is way down here. I'm just going to focus on love at the moment of what I have with my family right now. Us having this conversation, you know, and agreeing that, you know, we're here to change people's lives in a positive way. We're, we're not here to put people in fear. There's already enough of that. Go somewhere else because we're not about that. It's more of what can we do at this moment? If you're a diabetic, what can you do? Why did you become a diabetic? Okay? Mm -hmm. If you're overweight, what led you to that? What is one small thing that you can do today? Like start drinking more water. You might be thirsty and, and you thinking that you're hungry, but you're really thirsty. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just in throwing the question back to them. What do you think you can do? Well, I don't know. Well, if you thought you did know, what would it be? You, it's, it's kind of the, the desperation. If somebody put a, a gun to your head and say, you better tell me really quick, what do you think you need to do? Oh, I got to exercise, right? Because there isn't, um, there isn't that urgency because we're in a, a, a society that, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. There isn't an urgency for their health. There isn't an urgency for their health. However, and let me make this very clear because I, I know that you see this and I see it all the time too. When disease, this is or illness actually arises when, they, when it happens, now we don't have time to be sick. So now we want the solution, but we want the solution right now. We want the immediate solution. So give me an antibiotic or give me whatever it's going to work because I need to go back to work and I need to go back to work tomorrow. So, but the, the issue with that is that if we don't have time for our, for our wellness, we will have to make time for our illness. 
There is no other way around it. So we either focus on, on being healthy, like right now during COVID times, we either focus on the positives, we either focus on keeping our focus on being positive and being healthy and how we can strengthen our immune system, how we can think positive thoughts, how we can sleep better, how we can eat better, how we can incorporate more water into our day, how we can do all these positive things that are going to bring a biological benefit to our immune system and it's going to keep us stronger. So even if we do develop something, we are strong, we can fight whatever it is, right? But if we continue to focus yes. on things that we can't control or if we continue to focus on how we are feeling awful or whether or not COVID is gonna get to us or you know all the numbers that are you know rising and all these things, then that's what we're gonna get where we mm -hmm. focus basically we get more of that into our lives. Yeah. So yeah, 100%. I mean, we're, we're so, I would say you could be my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and, and I kind of want to, and I would love to hear what your day looks like, but you know, this is what my day looks like, you know, in the morning I get up at 4.30. I didn't this morning, but normally I get up at 4.30. And first thing I do is like, I go and I take a cold shower to wake me up. And then I go sit and I meditate for like 30 or 40 minutes. And then I go and I walk to um, where I'm working out at a fitness center, a fitness center. It's a martial arts center. It takes me about 15, 20 minutes just to warm up my body. And granted, it was like 39 degrees like a few days ago. Today, it wasn't too bad. It was like in the 40s or 50s. But I just bundle up, take a light. And I go to my class and I, you know, I'm there for 40 minutes. I come back. Um, and just depending on my day, if I have to go into the office or not, um, or like today I'm working from home, you know, I start, um, I actually write down what I have planned for the day and also um, look at my goals. Other things that I have been implementing too is just re removing sugar from the diet, making sure that I'm drinking lots of water, getting at least 20 ounces of water um, be within the first hour that I wake up. I take vitamin D because studies have shown, and there was a study that was done in Spain, and we can link it up here, that they actually tested COVID patients that the ones that came in, that they both have COVID, both, both sets of groups, but one group, they gave them vitamin D, I think it was like five or 10,000 IUs of vitamin D, and then the other group, they didn't give them vitamin D. Well, the group that had, they didn't get vitamin D, more of those um, participants, they had, to go to ICU, whereas only one out of this other group was had to be admitted to ICU. So just that, so I'm a strong believer and I've taken vitamin D for years and that's something that you know your every doctor should be checking and all of you make mm -hmm. sure you know what your levels are. 40 to 60 are your optimal. The range is so huge, but <laughs> you know if you're at 20, you're still too low. I would say shoot between 40 and 60. Mm -hmm. um, I take my zinc. I do my flu bomb as you know, I share that. And you know, I try to stick to just eating real food, nothing but preservatives, soups, stress management from, um, I get my sleep dialed in. And what are some other things that I, I love to meditate and I just try to stick to positive things. Those are some of the things that, you know, I've been doing. One thing I do wanna let people know though, the darker your skin is, the more likely you're going to be low in vitamin D. And so it's really important that you, and especially now in the winter, you're not getting outside. So get outdoors and 
get some um, get some sunshine out as well. So those are some of the things that I've been focusing on. Um, and then just, you know, focusing on the more of what you create, more of you focus is what you're going to create. Mm-hmm. And I always remember, um, you know, anti-war rallies, just the word anti-war is such negative instead of peace rally or anti-war demonstration. Why not have a peace rally? Mm-hmm. So I would like to hear what you're doing, some of the things you're doing with your family. Definitely. So I, I wake up at four in the morning. Every oh my day. gosh, you beat me. <laughs> four, four in the morning usually, um, unless I really have a, a very late night for work or whatever reason, because I do value my sleep. I believe that sleep is completely and absolutely important for well-being, for our immune system, for mental health, and for overall body wellness, right? But for the most part, if I go to sleep at uh, a good time, but by 4 a.m., I'm ready to go, right? So I wake up, and the first thing I do is gratitude. So I do a gratitude list of 10 people or things that I'm grateful for in the day. And then I start doing my meditation. So I usually meditate for about 20, maybe 25 minutes at the most. And then I do visualization. So I visualize not only my day, but I also visualize my future. What is is it that I want out of life? And in this visualization, I include, of course, being uh, feeling younger and better and rejuvenated and healthier every single day, right? Mm-hmm. And then I do, I have a live script that I listen to. My live script is about five to six, six minutes long. And the live script is basically how I see my life in present tense, how I see my life in the future, how I want my life to be in the future, but in present tense. And one of the things that I have in my live script, I know and basically by, by memory, because I listen to it twice a day, every day, is that my body rejuvenates and becomes healthier every single day of my life. And I always say this, I repeat it twice a day and I have it in my mind, right? Over and over and over again. So that's what, that's my intention, right? Mm -hmm. And then after that, I take a shower and depending on how cold it is, it's been kind of cold. (laughs) I would go hiking. I haven't gone hiking in the mornings because of the cold weather now. But it is absolutely important. And then my breakfast, I start my morning with a smoothie. Mm-hmm. And it's a fruit uh, smoothie. And I have hemp. I have gluten-free oats. I incorporate some collagen. And I incorporate some other things to basically get me through the morning, get me through the day. I mm-hmm. drink water throughout the day. I eat home-cooked healthy meals every single day. So, so all of these things. And I... Of course, I don't watch TV <laughs> and, and I focus on the positives. When I'm taking a shower, my shower is big. So I bring my phone inside the shower and I play always a motivational video, whether it's Dr. Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm. whether it's Les Brown, whether it's Bob Proctor, whether it's whoever, I, I do a positive video basically to, to get me pumped, to get me started, to get me just excited for the day, right? Mm-hmm. So those are the things that I do. And I do want to point out, because you mentioned vitamin D and the importance for immune health and also the importance with COVID, mm-hmm. I also looked up a study. And the study was a, um, a systematic study that was done, and it incorporated 11,000 people. Okay, mm-hmm. so it was a huge study. It's not like, okay, it may work, it may not work, right? It's a mm-hmm. huge study. And it showed that a normal level of vitamin D in our bodies 
decreases the risk of developing upper respiratory infections in this COVID. So if we have a, a, a good level, a normal level, 40 to 60 of vitamin D, then we can have a, a you know, a better chance, I guess, of not developing any upper respiratory infections. It's something mm -hmm. simple. Mm -hmm. And something else about vitamin D, I haven't really seen a lot of, you know, change here in Arizona because I'm still technically working in Illinois. But something mm -hmm. that I see in Illinois is that a lot of people become deficient, especially during the winter months. Yes. And I think it's very important to mention, and this is because not a lot of people are receiving sunlight Mm -hmm. when we when it's really cold out so anybody that lives up in the north states and that have to bundle up and you know it's really cold out and you're not getting a lot of sunlight most likely you are deficient you become deficient vitamin d deficient during the winter months mm -hmm. so definitely something important to check and it's always a good idea to take a vitamin d supplement regardless mm -hmm. so very important point but then also there is some other supplements that can help with our immune system and that can help decrease the risk of us developing upper respiratory infections. Okay. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I noticed and that I read was that vitamin C actually helps decrease the duration and severity mm -hmm. of upper respiratory infections. But even if you do have an upper respiratory infection at the moment, if you have COVID or flu or rhinovirus, whatever it is that you have the moment, and you start taking vitamin C, then the duration of the upper respiratory infection also decreases by 8% for adults and by 14% in kids. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, well, I already have it. There is nothing to do. No, you can still take mm -hmm. it and it would still help. Yeah. Even and with vitamin D, even at the same with vitamin D, even because of that, the other, you know, the study I was talking about was in Spain and that was this year that, um, they, you know, the ones they both of them, you know, both sets came in at the same time and they actually gave vitamin D to one group and not to another. So that's very mm -hmm. important. And like you were saying that and the vitamin C. So it's it's kind of like when a person says, oh, well, I'm overweight. I might as well just eat whatever I want. It's like, no, you can start exercising today and just swap your food today. You mm -hmm. can still do something. Mm -hmm. so. And just uh, a comment in the audience, Winnie, and uh, she says that she has low vitamin D. So yes, Winnie, it's important to get your vitamin D level up. So you can buy an over-the-counter vitamin supplement. You should also be talking to your provider about checking your levels and knowing what your levels are. Having that um, piece of information is important because the, the range, like Dr. Linda was mentioning, is huge. Mm -hmm. A lot of labs consider a normal vitamin D level between like 20 and 100. So that's mm -hmm. a huge range. Yeah. If you're in 20, you are like low, right? Mm -hmm. so knowing that you want to be in between about 40 and 60, 40 and 70, that gives you a good idea. So you, when you start taking your vitamin D, you can recheck it. You know, you can recheck it maybe four, five, six months later, and you will sh or should see that vitamin D getting to that level where you want it to be. Yeah. And some, and just something to note on that vitamin D, sometimes the levels you can superdose because I've done this with patients. I mean, I would superdose them. I mean, there's, there's like a 50,000 IU that you can take for like a week, but there are really equates to not a whole lot, maybe what 7,000. And if you're really low, 7,000 a day is not gonna, is not gonna really 
you know, help a whole lot. I usually have them super dose. And once again, working with your provider, 5,000 to 10,000 to 15 to 20 to 30 for like two or three days. That's one how, how I've worked with patients. The other thing too, though, is sometimes vitamin D levels will not change much if you have GI issues because you're having some, um, I would say, digestion issues, um, malabsorption issues. So you're going to have some some problems as well. So you could you can be putting gas in the tank, so to speak, but you have holes in there. So that's why even gut health is so important because 60 to 80 percent of your immune system is where it's in your gut. So that's something to consider as well. There isn't just one thing that's going to help you. It's really a combination of the mindset, your digestion, you know, um, the food you're eating, your sleep, your environment and so forth. So um, that's um that's just something kind of that, you know, just wanted to throw out there. And there was also a question regards to, you know, if you if you've had COVID before, can you get it again? So I don't know if you wanted to comment on that. Um, give your two cents and my two cents on that. Absolutely. So technically, yes, just like you can get flu again, you can get COVID again, just like you can get any other upper respiratory viral infection mm -hmm. once you can get it again and again. But focusing on whether or not you can, it's the wrong focus. Once again, you know, we should be focusing instead on how we can stay healthier, how we can increase our chances of being healthier and have our immune system stronger every single day and not necessarily focusing on whether or not we should or we can uh, get COVID again. But is it possible? Yes, it is possible. Now, the other thing is once you have any condition, um, once your body does have immunity, right, that it's built in your body. So that, that I guess, can help you in regards to fighting another infection if you do get it again. So that is one thing that, that does happen in the body. You do build immunity. So now you have a, a little army that is ready to combat COVID in the event that it comes into your body again. Yeah. And I think just as Anna had mentioned in one of the comments that, you know, it a lot just depends on what do we focus on? Are you focusing on fear? Because when you focus on fear and a lot of, uh, unfortunately, you know, a lot is being censored right now. We don't even know half the time if, if some of our conversations are going to be heard. But there's so much fear that the fear does downregulate your immune system. And sometimes that fear is... Um, is, is out there for the purpose of taking away some of your liberties, some of your rights. And I think we need to focus right now on what's really important in our lives. And some of us maybe aren't working right now because we maybe are, we were let go or, or our businesses aren't doing as well. Focusing on that can create even more of a problem. What I need to do is focus on, I have to make sure that my body's as bulletproof and I'm as resilient as possible so that I have that mindset, that I have that vibrational frequency of, okay, what do I need to do to be in a better place than I am right now? And I think all of us have that, that um, opportunity as well. And whenever there's a crisis in our lifetime, there's always something that we can glean from it that pushes us to do things better. And, I, and as we talked in a previous podcast that 2020 was more about opening our eyes to especially this situation about what is your health really like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So that's really just like, it's just exposing us 
And now that we've been exposed, it's like, okay, what do I need to do? Or what do I get to do? Mm-hmm. So instead of the need is more like, and you know, what do I get to do? And it comes back always to our thoughts are powerful, but our words are spells. Those words put set the vibrational frequency or the radio station that we're dialed into all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very important, very important. And I think we're almost coming to the end, but I do want to finish the conversation about supplements because it's mm-hmm. something that we can all do to help us boost our immune system, get it stronger, and basically just get us, you know, where we need to be. So we talked about vitamin D and the importance of vitamin D. We talked about vitamin C, uh, but there's some other things, right? Zinc, it's also important uh, to take, and it's important because it helps fight viruses, right? It has antiviral replication. There is also garlic that people can take, and these also help with fighting, or it has antiviral properties. Mm-hmm. So there is different things that we can do naturally, aside from exercising, aside from mindset, aside from everything with, that we've covered on the show. And Dr. Linda, do you have any other supplements that you think are important for me? Yeah, actually, I do. On my website, I actually have a COVID guide. It gives you the list of the supplements like we talked about, vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, and there's other recommendations in there. And I also have that on my website, the flu bomb remedy that I've been using. And I tell people, yes, it tastes gross, but it's the best thing ever that you can do for your body because it does have the garlic in there. You know, it has the lemon, the vitamin C. It's got um, ginger in there as well. And it's got cayenne pepper. So um, it's got thyme. So they have there's antiviral um, properties in, in those. So, yeah, they can go on the website. I, I have that laid out. So, um, you know, there's just so much to cover in the short amount of time. But they can go on the website. Wonderful. And the website is www.drlindamarquez.com. I'm putting it in the comments right now. And uh, to finish off the show, Dr. Linda, do you want to talk about something that you are grateful for today? Oh, so much. I'm grateful for, gosh, just every day is just a gift, you know, and I think right now and um, with everything just going on, you know, I'm really grateful for my family. You know, I have my, all my brothers are alive. My parents are alive. Um, I'm just very grateful for them. Just a a blessing that I didn't get to see them on Thanksgiving, just my kids, but not my parents. But I'm just, just super blessed and grateful for them. And they are sometimes even just my my foundation and why I push and push and push forward. How about you? I am extra grateful today for all of the opportunities to be able to bring these messages of health out into the world because it's not what people are listening to most of the days, right? And a lot of times, even when they are focused on finding solutions, they're finding solutions that are not necessarily solutions towards or gear towards prevention, but more about cure Mm -hmm. and more about putting that fear in ourselves. So I am thankful to be able to have a platform, to be able to have you to share this message with me and just continuing to get this message out and, and helping people really get to that better state because we all have it within us. We all know that and we talk about it. We have a extreme power within us. And if we're able to tap into that power and reach into it, we can achieve wellness. So 
we got to believe it, of course, but mm -hmm. it is there. So I'm extra thankful for just being able to use my voice and the, the platform and to have you to share this message with me. So absolutely. 100%. Me too. So thank you. <laughs> All right. We're going to let you guys go. We have a guest next week. Uh, once again, it's going to be an information-packed um, episode. Super excited about it. Mm -hmm. And we will see you all next week. Next week. All right. Have a good one. Bye.